Gang, what's happening? We're just starting right off the get-go. Andy Elliott, aliens and AI at the fucking football game. What is happening, world? A lot of shit going down. <clears throat> this is going to be the most raw podcast we've ever done. Maybe you've ever seen. And we're going to just fucking bring the heat. I'm going to actually start it. We got the TV going back there. You guys are going to be able to see what we're looking at in just a minute including Andy Elliott, who's been blowing up recently, including aliens found in Mexico, the skeletons. We'll get to that. Uh, and then AI, AI robots at a football game that Jack Creepy. was just telling me about. Okay, first off, let's talk about uh, Andy Elliott for just a hot sec. Um, I mean, the biggest thing with Andy Elliott is he's just blowing up in the space. It seems like he's blown up overnight, as people are saying. It's not overnight, but man, he has blown up in the past couple of months explosively. He's basically, as his Instagram says, he's like the world's fastest sales trainer, um, which, hey, some of you guys aren't going to give a crap, but a lot of you guys can take notes on some of the things that he's implementing that you do want to be using for his brand. Andy, official Andy Elliott. Yeah. World's fastest growing, uh, world's fastest growing sales trainer. Biggest thing about him is he's calling people out on stage. Basically, like, take your shirt off, take your shirt off, Garrett. Share the screen. Okay, now hold on. Now Garrett's a killer. Am I right, Garrett? How old are you? Twenty nine. Garrett, does this bother you? Yes, sir. Okay, doesn't bother you enough. Because if it did, I you agree. wouldn't have it. Am I right? Yes, sir. I mean it. Now, come on, put your shirt down. We don't need this. We don't, we don't need, need that. We, we don't need that, Garrett. Now take your pants off, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got that from one of the top comments. Where is it? Where is it? I swear it's in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, there it is. <laughs> Garrett, take your pants off. <laughs> Listen, I, all right. All jokes aside, Andy Elliott, he... He has a lot of things that he's like pushing the, the the folder with. He's pushing the brink of like what's really acceptable. I mean, obviously, when it comes to business and being professional and wanting to have a professional team, you don't really think about saying, Jack, take your shirt off. What do you like? Does this make you feel uncomfortable? And like grabbing the, their their love handles or whatever it might be like, hey, like this is completely unorthodox. I've never seen Hermosi do this, Gary Vee do that, anything like that. So Andy Elliott really pushing the boundaries here, just being extremely direct. And I think the most important thing, he's not doing this in all of his videos, this is just one example, but he's certainly being bold and specifically being bold for salesmen. Now, to be even more specific than that, and I, a great takeaway for you is, how can you hit two essential aspects with your brand? Being bold with a specific type of niche, right? Or, or in your case, or, or let's say Hermosi, he, Hermosi provides simple frameworks for growing businesses. Like how can, like that is Hermosi's specialty right there is breaking down these really complex subjects of ad campaigns or uh, how to scale a sales team. But he makes it so easy to understand with a simple framework. That's certainly his specialty, inclusive of a niche. And that's what Andy Elliott's doing. He's being very bold, very assertive. He's not holding back at all. And he's doing it in a very specific niche, which are these sales guys. And, and just to kind of even put a note there is like these guys, like I, I've trained sales teams before for our own company. And the biggest thing is a beginner salesperson in comparison to an expert salesperson, a beginner salesperson is in a rut. They're trying to, they're trying to get 
out of whatever scenario they're in in their life, which, hey, we've all been in ruts. We've, we all know what that's like. And Andy Ella is speaking directly to those beginners and just getting them out of that zone to ultimately get onto the journey of being an expert salesperson, which Andy Ella talks about. He's like, every single person on his team has a six pack, yeah, <laughs> which is a wild consideration. But in the same regard, he backs it up because he himself is fit. And he simply says, well, it's because I hold myself to a certain standard. And if you're not holding yourself to that standard, you're not on my team. My team is up here. And if you're not there, with all due respect, there's plenty of other companies you can work for. That's kind of the thing that I like about Andy Elliott. He's, he's kind of coming at it from a, a good place. And his, just, his packaging is just rough. It's rough and tough. You know, well, it's almost it's, military. It's like what we talked about, like, not how to, how I. He's like, this is how I run my company. He was like, I want people to be fit because I hold myself to that standard. And if you're not at my level or holding yourself to my standards, you're not on my team. And I think also with his content, he's talking to a very specific person and he knows it's going to ruffle feathers for a lot of people, but the people that he wants to attract are going to see it and go, yeah, I get, I get that. Right. You know, and look at all of his content, right? Is sales dead? Well, here are these beginner sales guys being like, oh, I need to get into sales, but here's this almost contradictive title at least that says is sales dead trouble shit should i be getting into this yeah man i uh, one more thing just to add here is that he's not just being bold he's not just being assertive he's doing one other thing and these are the two things that are absolutely essential for anyone who's looking to get started with content and just entrepreneurship with branding consistency consistency the man's been at it the man's been at it for fucking years he's He's been at it since, oh, look, at, look at his YouTube here. We'll put it up real quick. Eight mother effing years, folks. Eight. And not just eight years, almost 2,000 videos mm-hmm. in eight years. <laughs> YouTube videos. Yeah, right. Because on Instagram, he has 2,591 posts as of right now, which yeah. is changing every single day, if not multiple times a day. Um, and then look at this on his uh, YouTube channel. 427,000 subscribers. Wow. Uh, 1,800 videos. You know how like Sean Cannell or like Gary Vee will be like, or, or some of the YouTube coaches will be like, do a hundred videos and see where you're at. Yeah. How about that? Like look at, and then you can, you can creep, you can do your, here, I'll just do the work for you. So you don't even have to do it. You just go to the oldest videos under videos there. Oh, yeah, eight hair. years ago. Oh my God. Look at that hair. Wow. Oh, I don't know if he had a six pack he then. He definitely did not have a six pack, <laughs> but he was still wearing the tight shirts. <laughs> Toit like a toy guy. <laughs> Um, interesting, interesting. Maybe this is a more updated thumbnail. Yeah. It's, it's funny that he brings up car sales for a lot of his content. That was him being even more specifically niche within sales, which is a great thing for you guys to consider when you're, when you're looking to launch a business or, or launch a brand for your business is to go within a niche of a niche, a niche within a niche. It's a fantastic way to infiltrate a market. For example, instead of just going into sales, you go into car sales within sales which is is very, very powerful thing to do. Now, one thing, if you do creep on his videos, which we were just looking at is he was smart to say, while he might have car sales training on his thumbnail and on the title, oftentimes you'll hear him say something like, and this goes for any type of selling, right? Any type of price objection objection where I just saw him recently say something like, if you have this one guy selling a Chevy uh, at this one dealership and you have a, a Dodge dealership or, or whatever it might be, a, a Toyota dealership down their street who's offering a very, very similar car um, and there's a price objection, 
Well, price objections come for every, for every single business. So I think that's just one thing that he did a very, very little. I don't know if he intentionally did that for his brand per se. Maybe he was just speaking to the people in the room, which is most likely the case. Mm-hmm. But man, just from a branding and a content perspective, if you do want to infiltrate a niche, be very specific, but feel free to be like, and this applies to other aspects, right? Like that little caveat can be very powerful to do. Um, whew, Andy Elliott. There's so much else to talk about. I mean, not to mention his pants. I mean, he had to pin it at the very top. My tight pants. You know what? Let's talk about his shorts, shall we? <laughs> I, I, and I, I hear him right. He's, he's basically saying like, my pants are my, my pants. My pants are tight. Your, your bank account's tight, right? Like my, uh, my shorts are short. Well, you're coming up short, is what he says in his content. Um, and and man, dude's got a fucking point, especially for those beginners. It's like. Get real. Like, wake up. Stop. Stop lying around. There, there it is. I am a little bit concerned for his Those health. Are very tight. What about airflow? You know, I mean, oxygen. What for about the- just like the functionality? How do you put your phone in pants like that? <laughs> shorts like that? I mean, he, he's doing so. There's stuff in his pocket. <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. On that note. But hey, I will say this. It, you could bring up Hermosi, right? With yeah. the, the tight jean shorts. The people Ma- that are attracting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my brain is going to like, you just need to wear short, tight shorts in order to win, folks. If that's a good Why even wear shorts? Just. <laughs> <laughs> is that the new thing? Should we just. just people are just going like, I'm just wearing underwear today. <laughs> that's my brand. Or it's just like blurred out. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, no, it's branding. It it, it really yeah. is. It's smart, strategic branding. He knows that he's standing out. And that's a very important thing that we were talking about with Hermosi. Like, why is Hermosi... Uh, originally, Hermosi had the the bar of the mustache, right? Like, the, 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 the thickest of a mustache. Thick. And he rocked that for years. When I met Hermosi years ago, it was... That's what he had. And, and when he walked in, we, we got to, like, say, a dining table. It was a cool, cool experience. Like, before he blew up. Even then, he was really he was he knew that that mustache was his branding, right? He knew, same thing with Andy Elliott. He knows that the the bald look with that super tight pants and all, and the fitness is a part of his look. Same thing with I mean, you could think about Alex Ramosi just to use a different guy and, and hopefully to be a little more tactical with you guys. Is when you think about walking through Grand Central Terminal in New York City, where there's people coming left and right, it's like a freaking frenzy in there. When Alex, if Alex Ramosi were to walk through Grand Central, he would stick out like a sore fucking thumb. Why? It's because he's rocking the flannel, most likely. Unless it's too hot, then he's just got the the wife beater, gigantic muscles, tight jean shorts. He sticks out like a sore. Who else is wearing that? You just don't see that. Same thing. I mean, maybe there are more guys wearing just like super tight shorts, I guess, but not many. Not especially in something like Grand Central. Uh and I just use Grand Central as like a, a hub. Like imagine trying to stick out in the marketplace. How can you stick out in the marketplace? One thing that I'm just trying to lean into is like, I know that I have a blonde ass hair and people are like, oh, that blonde guy. I'm fucking leaning into it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know I have blonde ass hair. <laughs> it is blonde ass hair. We're not cutting that out. We're keeping this in. Uh, this is a, I told right, you it's gonna be the, it's gonna be the raw. What? No, no, no. We're gonna. I, how yeah, about this? I, you, we have meetings in thirty seconds. <laughs> All right, back at it. In between meetings, we're already recording. <laughs> yes, I'm fucking on it, Jack. 
And we have aliens to discuss. I have about five minutes until my next meeting. Yep. Aliens in Mexico. Megan, my beautiful fiance, who I am not <laughs> screen recording right now, but I will. Uh, Megan, my beautiful fiance, who I am getting married to next freaking week, baby. Super pumped on that. Yeah. Jack's going to be there. I'm being, I'm being there. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico shows off 1,000-year-old alien corpse. What the fuck is this? 1,000. I've. I, by the way, I've never seen this. I, I've seen. Have you seen this before? I've, on social media, I've seen that this is a thing, but I haven't really looked into it. What the hell is this? Three hours ago. Can we get some CBS News? I guess is kind of legit. We're not going to Sky News. I want someone who's decently credible. Re- researcher shows bodies of uh, pur- purported, purported. Thank you, non-human beings to Mexican Congress at UFO hearing. Oh, interesting. What the fuck? Have you seen this before? That's not real. They got that at a Halloween store. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What the heck is even that? <laughs> And they found two of them like, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm skeptical. I mean, yeah, I'm skeptical, too. But like, so here's the thing. Like, yeah, it's either I mean, here with something like this, it's either real or it's not real. Yeah. If it's not real, then, you know, we're, we're just skeptics and we're like, it's not real. But if it is real, I, what do we do with it if it is real? They're a thousand years old. Like, <laughs> We start asking deeper questions. Like, that's that's what I actually like about it is that it does get deeper conversation into different aspects of of not just UFOs, uh, uh, unmanned flying objects, uh, or excuse me, unidentified flying objects, um, but it's ex- extraterrestrial life form. That is what people are interested in learning. And there there are wild, wild uh, reports that are coming out. If you, if you haven't checked out, um, so you know, like on on uh, Disney Plus, you can watch uh, UFOs, which is this whole documentary series on it. You can watch that. Uh, I also, if you're more of a podcaster, feel free to check out High Strange is another one who, and, and the only reason why I'm bringing those two up is because I am extremely skeptical on these things. And my first inclination is not to believe any of it, but, um, your wife is the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is, she's, she's very interested in it, but she's also very skeptical on it. And I, I feel like, yeah, I'm. I, I kind of play that role where I'm like, I'm curious, but I'm not like just buying into it. All right. Let's check out these modern day aliens at the football game. Okay. All right. Aliens at football. No, game? no, no. AI robots. Oh, that's what it was. AI at chargers game. Yeah, it is. Let's, let's blur out those other links. Uh, creative assistance. Just go to, go to video. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, it's, it's, this might be scarier. It is really creepy i don't know what's scarier is go to a video are aliens though. or ai what, let us know in the comments which one is scarier scarier <laughs> aliens or ai fuck i have a meeting coming up in 30 seconds i know um we'll come back to this in okay. just a minute <laughs> god bless this is what's on my mind the video, going into a the meeting. video is so creepy <laughs> we'll be back and we are back in action coming at you right after our meetings here what the f, man? So l- let's just—I uh, want a credible source, like that economy. Well, just watch the video because it—it's like iPhone footage. Go to any of those uh, right here. Okay. Yeah. 
And I'm just wondering, are these are, are these actually like actors that have like paint and, and like uh, some kind of no. But how do you know? We need a video. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Maybe though. Mm. Go that could be really good makeup. See, we need we need something that's really go to videos. Right right there. That SB Nation. That's that's a video. God, they always do this. I know. There you go. See, like that that could be makeup. Like that kind of looks like a you know what I mean? Like right there. How can I zoom in? You're right. people's faces right there that could be like some kind of hair i don't know that's i mean right there some kind of you like need to see thing. you need to see the video because they it shows them moving and like their eyes and it's uh right. it's scary we'll find the video we will find the video ai robot takes seat at nfl game just give me the videos Jesus. Is this a joke? Like, wh wh why can't they I just show me the freaking video? So hard. <laughs> All right, let's go to the old YouTube. Don't judge me on my home screen. Oh, I want to watch that. Alien, which one? Dave Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Ramsey interview. It, uh, not Alien. AI, AI at Chargers yeah. game. And a different kind of fan, for sure, was spotted in the stands at SoFi for Sunday's matchup between the L.A. Chargers and the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and their presence was freaking out some people there. They were really buzzing about it on social media. Take a look at this. Imagine getting to your seat and then realizing you are seated next to an A.I. robot. In true L.A. fashion, the bots were there as a promotional stunt. No. Those are those are those are for sure actors. They've, they've Dude, got to be you actors. You can't just look at pictures. You have to it's see for an upcoming movie. movie. The creator. It shocked fans though, and they were posting yeah, on actors, social media about play. it. And of course, know, that was just, even more advertising <laughs> for the film. Oh no! Go back. Oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. It, it went to it right at the, just after this part. Keep going, keep scrolling. Yeah. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, Jack. Oh, she hasn't blinked in a hot second, though. Oh. That was human as fuck. I think it's a human. It's a human. But look at the, like... Let's go back to alien talk. <laughs> That's gotta be a But look at human. the body. Like, that doesn't look... I know, but they could stuff that with No, anything. no, it looks, like, too thin. Too thin? The, of the person that walked away.
That's not too. That's just a skinny dude. That could just be a skinny dude. Fine, whatever. At a top robotic. Oh come on. No. This is a little bit more intriguing. I will say though, like let's for just a second, this is straight up marketing. Like, yeah, this it's, is it's fantastic far. marketing. I I really think they did a nice job playing into what is the like creator? this this thought this idea. It, it's the it's behind the movie. Have you seen the movie? No. So is there's it? a whole movie coming out. Okay. And, and the there's a movie coming out, and that's why they have here. We can even yeah. like pull up. They did that um, at a baseball game with like a horror show, a horror movie that came exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's like the new way to market stuff. Is it called The Creation? Yeah. Yeah, like watch this. This is actually really freaky, but. Is it? The war started. They protected me. Oh. Took better care of me than humans would have. They're not people, Maya. It's just programming. Ten years ago today, the artificial intelligence created to protect us detonated a nuclear warhead in Los Angeles. Oh. Oh. Good. This is a fight for our very existence. Sergeant Taylor, we are this close to winning the war. But the AI are developing a super weapon. I was literally last night just watching uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. <laughs> this is wild timing. Oh, who's that, Aerosmith in the background? Yeah, see, it's Star Wars based. Rogue One, I mean, the director's from that. A little different. It's a cool concept. You get the point. The they're 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 doing this big marketing push. I think it's brilliant marketing. Yeah. And something that you know, something that especially entrepreneurs should keep in mind is when everyone else is doing the same old shit. How can you, at least from an investment point of view with your marketing, if you're looking at a, a pie chart and 87% of your marketing goes into content marketing or maybe ads or outbound, whatever that is, right? How can you look at the remaining 12, 13% and then section off a part for testing? And I think that's what they did here is, I don't know how much money they spent here and that might be a, a larger percentage than just 12 or 13, but how can you look at doing some type of test where you don't know if it's going to work well, you don't know if it's going to have a big bang to to like getting a uh, the biggest bang with your buck, but something worth doing that everyone else is not doing. And I think that's something that's really just kind of lost in a lot of the conversations with Hermosi saying, "Here are the best ways to get leads. Here is how you run ads." Don't get me wrong; those are important. Those are things that we do for sure. But what about those unique? tests that you can run that might actually be the difference with your business just absolutely exploding. We are, we're actually kind of running one of those right now. We have yeah. what five people's calendars absolutely full every single day. Yeah. Um, and, and none of them are salespeople and none <laughs> of those people are salespeople. Uh, it's, it's part of the, part of the play, part of the play. And I, uh, 
And, and that was literally us being like, how can we take a small percentage of our efforts and give a test with the risk and reward? Well, the risk was quite low, but the reward was freaking through the roof. Now, the chances of, a, of making that reward happen uh, and actually being quite probable for us was something that we were willing to test given our, our investment portfolio, which that's how I look at marketing is do the things that you know will work, but make sure that you also in, encompass a specific portion for the test that you don't know will work but could be huge for your biz. I think that that's a, a luxury to have. And that's why going back to Hermosi, he is talking about strategies that will work, will always work. They may not, they might not be the most efficient, time efficient, money efficient, right? But if you have no money to invest in marketing, you have to do those. You do. Those are your baseline. Yeah. You, like it's like, I, I always correlate it to, like financial investing where you got to do your baseline. Like yeah. you stop trying to be cute. Stop trying to be clever. Be clear. And when you have. That's what Hermosi says. When and, you and, have the luxury of excess, that's when you can be like, let's put. Sure. Let's experiment let, a little bit. But let's talk about when you get that luxury. Because when I hear luxury, it almost like kind of might turn some people off because it's like, oh, well, I don't have the luxurious time to do that right now. Luxury comes. And I think what you're mentioning, Jack, is when you have the time to implement something like that. Either the time and, yourself and the or money. someone or yeah, it, it depends on what your yeah. what your risky business is. Um but of course that's that comes with the territory and there's different things that take less time but may yield a higher reward. Um it just totally depends on the business like yeah. but I like this this push that uh, the movie did with the AI robots at the Charger stage uh, stadium. Everyone's league. talking about it. Everyone's freaking yeah. talking about it. And that's, that's really what it comes down to is what we wanted to do. And uh, we have basically our offer called Social Boost, but Social Boost is only made up of a social offer. And what is a social offer? A social offer is something, is an offer that socially gets people freaking talking about you. And, and it's like, yes, I'm interested in that. Or, have you heard about this? This is wild. I can't believe it's happening. A social offer is absolutely crucial given the day and age that we're in. And maybe I'll talk more about that in a, in a separate video, or if you guys have any questions, I'll answer them in the comments. But they... Uh, the, the the world that we live in right now is all about creative. Like how can you yeah. hit the baseline and then start to be a little bit creative because that's really what's going to take your business to the next level. <sighs> so what did, what do we think they're promoting with these aliens? I don't really want to get into like too much conspiracy talk, but that guy right there, um, if you see here. The outside football field is perfectly white, smooth, no windows. Congress, which for decades has avoided the topic of UFOs, signaled it's considering new requirements for federal agencies. Have you seen the, the, this like Tic Tac thing? Dude, at work the news, we talked about this yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. Now, UFO is an unidentified flying object, so it could be anything. It could be a, a blimp, a balloon, a freaking uh, a, a strange lighting phenomenon with the clouds and the humidity in the air. It could be anything. But, but also, UFO reports. It could be. It could be fifty people reporting the same they, that, that they all saw the same thing. Which leads to skepticism, but when you do look at some of the notorious cases, oh, yeah. and that's why I do recommend that podcast called High Strange, where this this really uh, knowledgeable guy goes deep into understanding are these really true and he's super skeptical the whole time and I, I just really appreciated his point of view there so 
If you guys have the time, definitely tune into High Hi Strange, A-I-G-H Strange. It's very interesting. Yeah. If you have a long car ride or something like that, that's what I did. We were driving up to the Outer Banks and we were able to tune into it. No, Megan oh, and I. Oh, back in the yeah. spring. Yeah. You know, t- t- what we were saying earlier, though, to give this context, like, why are we talking about this? I, I just find it very interesting that Andy Elliott might be an alien. <laughs> or Mosey might be an alien. Uh, we might be alien. We might be. That's it, folks. If you've enjoyed this video, hit the subscribe. If you've gotten any questions in your brain, if you're thinking about anything that you might want to use for your own business, drop a comment down below. Happy to help you out. And um, see you next time.